Okay, everybody, uh, Nathan here, and uh, got uh, Richard DiNapoli with me again, the uh, state committeeman for Broward County, and just wanting to, to uh, welcome again, Richard. Hello, Nathan. How are you? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. Um, I, I haven't really uh, been keeping up with things too much down there, but... Uh, just wanted to get an update for everybody about, uh, you know, kind of what's going on and, uh, oh, you know, what could be coming down the pike. Well, I'd say the update for uh, the governor's race was uh, solidified. Governor DeSantis won after the machine recount. That's it. So he's in. And Governor Scott's recount is taking place today. And in Broward, where most of the undervotes and overvotes existed, that Senator Nelson was hoping to, you know, to analyze so that it would benefit his campaign. Well, I was there this morning, and uh, I reviewed about 600 of them myself, and there was maybe 5 to 10 that weren't just blank. So I think his hopes of gaining any votes out of the Democratic Rich County Broward are... Uh, slim to none. So I think Rick Scott's going to end up winning as a result of, you know, their, the manual recount not producing extra votes for Nelson. So the only drama that we had was in the machine recount, there was actually a net gain for Scott out of Broward County. And then the supervisor turned in the vote total two minutes after the deadline. So then it reverts back to the original tallies. So Rick Scott was up like 779 votes after the machine recount in Broward. But whether she purposely didn't turn it in on time or she's just further incompetent, uh, Dr. Brenda Snipes, the supervisor elections, got it submitted two minutes too late. So those 779 votes for Rick Scott didn't count. But as of today, it's not really going to be mattering. Rick Scott is winning by... You know, it's not really going to matter. Rick Scott's up by about 13,000 or so votes uh, statewide. And Bill Nelson's last hope was to get these Broward votes analyzed. But most of them were legitimately just blank. They voted for the governor's race, and they left the Senate race blank. Hmm. So there's about 24,000, and 90% of them at least were totally blank. So I'd say that it's a safe bet, being that that was the biggest batch of possible Nelson votes left to analyze. I'd say it's a pretty safe bet that there's going to be a Senator Rick Scott inaugurated uh, very shortly. Okay, well, that, that's certainly good news. I, I guess, uh, you know, the, the concerns going forward is... There is one more to go. That's true. Well, yeah, and, and you know, it, it's, just, it, it's just kind of a replay of, of the same stuff, and and you know, from from what I've heard, uh, you know, counties around Florida are, are just incensed about this. For one thing, it it, it kind of puts a black eye on Florida, from what I've heard. And oh yeah, definitely national embarrassment. And what they need to do is remove Brenda Snipes from office, in my opinion. Yeah, what's the and, story with that? You know, and they they need to remove her, and that's the bottom line. And the governor DeSantis, as he comes in, the new governor, he has the power to remove her. So I think he should. Um, what, what, or hopefully she has talked about resigning. Yeah. But who knows when that's going to happen. Now, now what, what has kept her in her position, up, considering her history, 
you know, up to this point, in your opinion? Well, basically just being from a one-party uh, county. Okay. That if you are an incumbent Democrat, it's very hard for you to lose uh, when you have a 70-30 split. I mean, people don't realize that 70% of the votes in Broward usually go to the Democrats. Mm-hmm. So Governor Scott got only about 30% of the vote here. So that's why Senator Nelson was hoping to get these this manual recount to find that there were some marks on those ballots that the machine just didn't read. That's what he was banking on. And being that that didn't happen today, mm-hmm. it's you know highly likely that you know, you're going to have our Senator Rick Scott. Now, there's still one more race to go. That's the Commissioner of Agriculture. Yeah. And that's with uh, Matt Caldwell versus Nikki Freed. And... The interesting thing there is that these 80,000 ballots that Brenda Snipes submitted after the deadline, you know, in the tallies, that's what converted Matt Caldwell being up 40,000 the night of the election to Matt Caldwell losing by about 5,000 thereafter. So who knows how much more litigation is going to happen there. And the analysis of those manual recount votes, those ballots, happens tomorrow morning. So I plan on being there. But uh, it's probably going to be a much less, you know, monitored uh, recount because it's not a federal race. It's only a Florida race. You know, it's not like the Senate balance, you know, the Senate's fate rests in the balance or anything. Well, well, yeah, but, but just, uh, I mean, that big of a, a change in count, I mean, it, yeah. at the very least, it's an eyebrow raiser. But, but also, um, you know, it, it's, it's kind of... Uh, um, you know, that's the stage for 2020. Imagine if that happened where, you know, you have races in Florida, usually always down to the wire. And if this happens again and it can change the outcome, like in that agriculture race, Mm -hmm. uh, who knows? I mean, this is bad news for Florida's election integrity, uh, bad news for, you know, anybody running on the ballot to make sure that votes are counted legally. That's the problem here. Who knows whether or not those last ballots, those 80,000, were actually submitted on time. You know, if she turns them in two days after the election, when the law says you're supposed to turn them in 30 minutes after 7 p.m. on election night, but if she turns them in uh, two days later, then how do you know when those when those ballots really arrived? That's the question. Well, yeah, and... and, no. and- how how can how can that be? And she could have still counted them. Who the heck knows? Well, that's what I mean. I mean, you know, under under uh, um, you know, the electoral process down there. I mean, it it just sounds like a giant loophole that you could you could drive several semis through. I mean, you know, there there has to be. Is there some kind of substantiation process for this that that can be verified to where you know they can't just say, okay, well, you know, just take my word for it. I mean, you know what I mean? Well, I'd say that only Brenda Snipes knows for sure or somebody at the post office when those last batch of ballots came in. And if she only followed the law, there wouldn't be a question in here. But when you're dropping 80,000 extra ballots a couple days later and saying, oh, it took us a long time to count them, well, how do we know to believe that? When she's contradicted herself, she's committed illegal activities already in the destruction of ballots after an election in 2016, that she's, uh, you know, flouted the law on numerous occasions. How can we trust her? Well, well that, and that's, yeah. that, and that kind of, you know, back to what I was asking earlier, I mean, with this track record of, uh, uh, you know, at the very least malfeasance and, you know, actually, 
um, violation. It's either incompetence or corruption, one well, or the other. Well, yeah, I mean, how, how does the, the, the state oversight, um, you know, it seems like on whoever's watch that is, it's, it's, it's kind of unbelievable that she's still even there, you know? Yeah, crazy. Crazy. But nobody had the guts to remove her. Um, and uh, now we're paying for it now. I mean, uh, that's that's the reality we're in. Uh, she was appointed by Jeb Bush. Even he said to, she needs to be taken out and removed. So, um, you know, that's, that's the story that we have right now is what's going to happen once this is all said and done. Is she going to resign? Is the new governor going to remove her? Is the outgoing governor, Scott, he could also remove her as one of his last acts um, as governor? So who knows? Well, and you know, and I, I mean, it's oh. hard. It's hard to, uh, you know, to to really refute the notion that if she does remain there, that the fix is in for 2020. You know, I mean, well, that's the scary part, guys. That's the scary part is that this was a dress rehearsal for 2020, and there is not a lot of confidence here that she can run a fair election when all these issues come up. And they don't just come up once. They come up every single time there's an election. Um, but the, the, the irony of it all is that some people are saying that the ballot design in Broward County is why we had so many undervotes in the Bill Nelson-Rick Scott race. Mm-hmm. When I analyze those ballots, most of them, because it is Broward, mm-hmm. were votes that voted for the Democrat for governor. His name was Andrew Gillum. And they left the Senate race blank. So... <laughs> If it was a bad ballot design in yeah. Broward County, yeah. Brenda Snipes actually just helped elect Rick Scott. <laughs> well, you know, so, you know, I mean, that's the irony of it all, <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, you know, on the on the uh, on the positive side of it, you know, in some ways, her incompetence kind of makes her her own worst enemy. But yet, you know, we need to depend on on the electoral process in this country, and it, it just yeah. seems to raise serious issues down there, you know? Oh, yeah, that's why she needs she needs to either quit or be removed from office, in my opinion. Um, you know, pretty much anybody can do a better job, and uh, she just needs, she needs to go. I mean, she's been in there for 15 years. She can't keep making the same excuses. Yeah. She's and- always come down to Broward, being the last one to report numbers, being, you know, Miami-Dade right. County, just south of here, has more voters. They did everything on time, everything. Well, yeah, and it's county. It's always a big mess. And you know, I'm I'm sure, um, you know, you can uh, speak to this a lot better than me. But but just, I I guess, from my perspective, from a layman's point of view, uh, somewhat, you know, outside of the loop here, it 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 kind of seems like, as far as presidential elections are concerned, um, it's it's more, you know. It's getting to the point where it's not, you know, beyond beyond the point of battleground states. <laughs> it, oh, yeah. it seems like a lot of it is coming it's down to battleground counties. Presidency, for real, yeah. You know what I mean? About ten states that really decide the presidency, and in those ten states, it comes down to only a few counties. Well, that, yeah, I mean, our county is one of them. Right, and and what I mean, what I mean, if memory serves. Um, uh, whatever whatever county uh, Cleveland, Ohio is, is is another one of the big yeah, ones. Yeah, Cuyahoga County. Yeah. Yeah. So you got those two, and you know you got battleground counties within battleground you want to steal states. An election in the United States. If you want to steal an election in the United States, 
you really only have to look at about 15 to 20 counties throughout the whole country. That's how you do it. Well, yeah, and, and if this these kind of shenanigans are, are not put, you know, uh, just addressed, then it's, how can we count on, uh, you know, a, a fair, you know, one man, one vote, and every vote actually be counted, and and uh, uh, not confidence right here in Broward County, and I agree with you. And uh, it is a dress rehearsal for 2020, and she's failed the reversal. So I think that uh, she needs to be removed, or she needs to retire, and call it a day. Now, now, as uh, the as the state, right? As the state committeeman um, uh, for Broward, now do you will you play any type of a role in? Uh, uh, you know the 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 litigation process of of. Oh, I've already served as a uh, fact witness, as a plaintiff on various lawsuits over the years when it came to election issues for the party. Yeah. Um, I'm also an elected official now. I won on this ballot last week for a soil and water conservation district. I actually got 55 percent of the vote in Broward County. Well, that's, so, uh, I've been here. that's saying a lot for a Republican that there. I would say. Be for the new supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But uh But uh we'll see what happens. Well, you know, I I, I guess, you know, you're um you, you've got your uh, uh your ear to the rail down there and, and you you know the uh uh the uh atmosphere and the environment that you know better than any of us out here uh around the country. So, you know, just to to get out your crystal ball a second, I mean, what what do you see as you know going forward, um, not just for Snipes, but but just for you know uh, fair non-banana republic counting of votes in, in Broward going forward? Well, we, it, it, Brenda Snipes needs to go. That's number one. If you had an efficiently run system in Broward, it wouldn't make the news. The problem is you're turning in votes far after they're due. You're finding ballot boxes all over the place. You're, you know, just uh, tons of issues left and right. I mean, it's horrible. And there is no confidence in her running an election. Now, is, is Broward a very Democratic county? Yes, it is. It's about 70-30. You know, is it going to be a hotly contested county where the Democrats come in to turn out the vote? Yes, it will remain that way. Is Florida going to remain a swing state where elections are won or lost by a handful of votes? Yes. It has been a swing state for many years. It continues to be a swing state. So that's why it's important that we have fairly and efficiently run elections in Florida in all counties. But it does always come down to Broward and Palm Beach, notorious for problems for problems, you know, for the last 20 years. And something needs to be done. And they have two Democratic supervisors elections. Uh, people have challenged them over the years, even in a Democratic primary, um, and they still win. But Brenda Snipes is probably the most controversial, at least in the state of Florida, and now everybody across the country has heard about her. Uh, so bottom line is, you know, she needs to go. They can run elections efficiently in Miami-Dade County, which has got way more voters, and but they just can't do it here in, uh, in Broward County. So that's basically the bottom line. Now, now, does, does this um, really um, uh, beg for the, this whole situation there? Uh, you know, does it uh, does it really 
show the need for election reform, uh, you know, in, in Florida, um, for one, and, and uh, maybe nationwide. So much as it needs competent administration of the election. So, I think so, that's the problem here, is that, you know, we have lots of laws on the books. Okay. They're, they're put there to make sure an election is run fairly. Now, could ballots be designed better? Probably. Um, but, you know, could the way people vote uh, be changed in some fashion? I mean, we have early voting. We have vote by mail. We have voting on the day of the election. Um, most of the fraud that could be out there is probably in the voting by mail uh, because anybody can, you know, submit a ballot and possibly mimic somebody's signature when they sign it uh, so that there's some potential for fraud there. But overall, there are laws that are in place. It's just that when you administer an election improperly, when you accept ballots that are coming in likely after the deadline, then that's where you're, that's where you're breaking the law. That's where something's wrong. The only ones who know that for sure would be the post office and Brenda Snipes herself. And I'm sure that her people working for her aren't going to talk, you know, in well, the event that there was any ballots that came in the day after the election. Well, you know, I mean, it's like, oh. my, it's like my boss used to say, everybody's got a boss. So, I, I mean, what, yeah. what, does the, what does this say about the, uh, about, about the oversight on the state level of, of what's been allowed to go on here? Well, that's, you know, that's why she needs to go is because, uh, you know, it puts a black eye on the whole entire state, you know, as far as, you know, election process and election integrity is that, you know, it, it just makes Florida look like we don't know how to do elections. Uh, and it's happened again. I mean, it happened in the year 2000. It happens whenever there's a close race. Mm -hmm. But when it always comes down to the same county, you got to ask yourself what's wrong yeah. And well, it's it's just a national embarrassment, and uh, it's really not a good situation what we have going on here. Well, and and it's and it's kind of like, uh, you know, Hannity brought out. He said, you know, my gosh, with uh, w with all the the uh, devastation of the, of the hurricane up in the in the Panhandle, and <laughs> they didn't seem to have any problems up there. Well, they did. They did show some problems with the supervisor up there. Oh, did they? Uh, possibly took a possibly took votes by fax and email. Oh, oh, I didn't know about that. Okay. So, um, and that that's uh, that that that's in the news too. But Broward County has certainly taken the cake on the crazy stuff. Yeah. Um. So that's really what we have going on in Broward is that you know it's just an inefficiently run process. It's 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 bad. So. Okay. Well. Pretty much all I. Hey, gentlemen, I need to get going. Oh, okay, okay, Richard. Well, well, thanks, and uh, uh, you know, it's it's just nice to to know that we've uh, we've got uh, uh, contacts down there that uh, will keep us up, and especially as as we get close to twenty twenty, uh, and you know, if there's more some more news, if you don't mind, I'd like to bring you on, but uh, especially as sure. we get close to twenty twenty, where everybody's going to want to know uh, what's going on down there. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. Well, well thank you much, Richard. All right, thanks. Okay, good luck to you.